Okay, welcome back to the High Button Podcast. This is a big day. Number 41. Justin Tebow. Who's that? I'm not going to ask. Uh, it's Tuesday, May 9th. The year is 2017. Uh, did I already say it's a, a Tuesday? Well, it's a Tuesday. Some reassurance is always nice. Uh, it's freezing in here, by the way. It is very cold. I've been meaning to say something, but I thought it might be rude since I don't really live here we anymore. We don't control the heat down here. They control it upstairs, so it's kind of it's an ongoing battle. But it's weird. It's I like I haven't I haven't closed my window since I moved in, and it's it's still hot in my room. It's hot. Well, we're in the basement. It's cooler in the basement, which I am looking forward to in the summer because it's going to be nice and cool down here. It was freezing in my office at work today because I'm training with a lady, and she had the heat down and i it was technically it's still her office so i couldn't say anything it was freezing i tell you i'd rather be cold than hot though because i can control my body temperature well here's the thing there's like it was attached to another room and the other room was really hot it was and as soon as you walked past through the doorway into the other room you get that sudden it's terrible it sucks when other people want to control because there's so many people in so many rooms like especially obviously when you're at work and it's hard to control that thermometer. Who really at the end of the day gets to control the temperature? It has to be the boss. I remember at my old office, they there were huge d- debates over over the temperature and they told us that the thermostat didn't didn't work. So that's why they couldn't change it. But they just said that so people would stop changing the thermostats. So what I do, set my alarm 5 minutes earlier get there five minutes before everybody else and adjust it to how I like it. Not smart. It's smart. How it's a little greasy, get, but... Yeah. No one else complains? This was. This is a, at my old office. Yeah, okay. I guess that's fair then. That's a big room, though. Yeah. I had to change a few thermostats. Yeah. What do we have on the docket for today? You wanted to tell me a story of something happened to you today, yes. and you purposely didn't tell me till. Till now, well, so yeah, I'm I want, excited I want you, to hear it. I want you to have the element of surprise. I, I, li- I like surprises. So you know how you were on the bus the other day, and then you just saw a titty, two titties, two titties. Well, I w- and you said you were on the slinky part. Yes. Well, uh, I was on the bus today going to work, and I happened to fall onto the slinky part. You fell? I landed. I I knew what I was doing. I got there. I sat. Oh, um, I thought you meant like you took a spill. No, no, no. I I calmly and I never fall. Were you hoping there'd be a nipple across from I you? I wasn't hoping there'd be a nipple. You know, I, I don't need to see a nipple. Um, but I did happen to sit down and a gentleman, not a, what am I saying, a gentleman, a 13, 14-year-old kid, male, sits down across from me. Has the balls to start a conversation with me. Not a conversation. He, he has the balls to ask me a question without even saying, hey, hi, hey, excuse me, sir. What sort, of, what sort of question? He like? goes, how many more stops until you get off? That's what he says to me. Yeah, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. Not even. Yeah, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. He goes, hey, how many stops until you get off? And I'm thinking, okay, what the fuck is going on here? The kid's a little weird. He's he's dressed up. He's going to, like, school. He's, like, in prep school. And I go, uh, like, yeah, I'm not nervous. So I'm, I'm going to tell him the truth. Yeah, I, I got, like, two more stops. He goes, do you mind if I draw you and I as quick as I can in these two stops? And at the, at the moment, I'm like, how do I how do I take this? But I have to act quickly, so I just say yes. At the same time, I'm kind of flattered. There's 50 people on the bus. He could have asked anyone, "Can I draw you?" But instead, he chose yours truly. Maybe it's maybe the slinky is 
the key to these interactions. Anyways, I should have taken a picture of him. I should have been like, yeah, sure, but let me take a picture of you so I could have. <laughs> Anyways. As long as you let me draw you drawing so me. So I go, yeah, like I'm going to be out here in Drawing 10, you. Like hell, it takes two. Drawing me. To get to Granville, what, it's like five minutes? It's two stops on the 99. So the guy, the kid has maybe six minutes to draw me. Rough outline. So I'm just standing there. I'm, he's drawing me like quick sketch in his little book. He pulls out the book. He has the pocket in his in his suit like he like he's going to pull out a gun. Like he has, he's holding it right here in his chest pocket. He's got, he's got the, he's got the, he pulls it out and I see him open it up and he just has a bunch of other drawings of people. So anyways, he oh, just starts, he's got it cocked and loaded, ready yeah, to, so he just starts drawing, ready to blam. <laughs> the kid just starts drawing me and like my stop, my stop comes. I'm like, let me see it. Let me see it. And, uh, you know, it was shit, but did it look like you? Uh, <laughs> like the outline like he had, they had the he had the, the jaw outline and like he had my hat I was wearing a hat on frontwards and he had the hat and he had like kind of the, the beard scrubble so for under five minutes it was a pretty good drawing do you think he filled in the eyes and nose with the next person to sit down no no it was yeah. a big book he definitely does one and dones but do you think that's part of his training process is like how many stops until you get off and then it's like I'm four or five stops. So he knows he has maybe 10 minutes. But then again, where's his school at? How many stops does he have until he gets off? As, as I got maybe, off the bus. Maybe he just rides the train all day. No, he was going to school, man. He had those prep clothes the, on. The school of hard knocks. Yeah. If he was wearing rags, he probably would have said, don't even consider drawing me. In fact, get out of my face with your raggy ass clothes and your booklet. Um, the kids go in places. The charisma, the confidence, the swagger. Did he have glasses on? He did. I knew it. Yeah, he had I glasses on, and he had um, he had a pencil inside of his like chest pocket, but he also had a pen on the outside chest pocket, like the ones that like just like clips onto the outside shirt. What do you think the reasoning was? I was it the was it purely for clip reasons? I don't know because he's he's drawn like I, I like when he drew me with a pencil there was an eraser on the back of it so he's erasing he's drawing so the pen mm. must have just been for school maybe he's so smart he doesn't make mistakes I had a lot of questions after I got off the bus I tell you it was a, it was a weird way to start my morning but I'm happy if that kid if you're listening keep doing what you're doing you're gonna be successful one day keep that confidence up that charisma it's the high button uh, there's tons of room for you uh, here at uh, when you graduate at the high button yeah we needed uh a sketch east, I believe. I should have caught his name. Now it sounds kind of creepy. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that, that was my. Uh, were you surprised? Were you a little shocked? How did you feel about that story? It's not titties, but it's a story. It's a story. It's. Call, I thought it was a call. I was flattered. Yeah. Guy if if, if, draw me. if I found out a week from now that this happened to you I would have said why did it take you so long to tell me mm. oh no as soon as it as soon as he asked me I go you do that a lot yeah. you'll say something like a week later but like I can't believe I forgot to tell you yeah yeah because I, I like to sit on things I like to make my opinion <laughs> up about situations because you know I go deep 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 into these trains of thought or do you just <laughs> and then I just get off topic and completely forget about it because another train another thing happens to me so yeah. that was that was my we'll morning story that. um yeah, switch it up. Unless you have any more questions, I'd love to answer them. Maybe that'd be an. Maybe that's an idea for an episode: the Slinky Bus. The Slinky Bus. A lot can happen on the Slinky Bus. It's um, freezing in here. You said today that you would like to be one of those people who walks into an establishment and they say, "Hey, 
Justin, they know your order. You don't get to wait in line. Explain this. Well, after I got off the bus, I decided to go to Starbucks. Oh, this is a continuation of the story. Well, yeah, it happened right after I got off the bus. After oh, I got wow. off the bus, um, I still didn't have my morning tea. I've been off coffee for... Is this the High Button Podcast or Justin's Day in Review Podcast? <laughs> Am I right? Well, I guess today might be, the first half of it might be Justin's Review. Well, let's keep hearing it. Um, so I went to Starbucks to get my fix and um, a lady walked in. Uh, she was right behind me. I already ordered, but it was that line where it's like they get people's order while they're not even at the register. Uh, like, what can I get you? What can I get you? Oh, no, Justin, you? this was Starbucks? Yeah. No, these are people that order off their phone. No, it wasn't that. She wasn't in that lineup. She was in the lineup with the people. There's a separate. I know the. I know what you're talking about. It okay. wasn't that. The lineup okay. for that is at the end, and she was in the regular pedestrian lineup. Um, and she walked in, and uh, she was behind me by one. And they asked me, they said, excuse me, sir, what would you like? And I said, just green tea, yada, yada, yada. And green said, tea, okay. really? Well, I'm trying to get off the car. I don't like Starbucks green tea. Anywho. Anyways, and they go right behind me and they go, hey, Cheryl, how you doing? It's good to see you. Are you going to get your regular? You're going to get the orange juice with the, the mocha frappa dippa dappa? And they just <laughs> knew her right away. And my confidence level after getting a portrait done of me to right after that for getting shot down for the person behind me, getting the order known. Um... I was extremely I know jealous. It's, I'm laughing because I know exactly where you got that joke delivery style from. Where? What? Who's your new favorite comedian? The the Italian guy. Oh, Sebastian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, in, yeah. In a sense, it has. A, yeah, that 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 is true. That but, he that he would he would deliver that joke extremely well because the he's the, really the good with that, that. Yeah, yeah. What was I gonna say? I though? made that up though. The frappadappadap. Yeah, I, I believe you. Thank you. Anyways, extreme jealousy See, this morning. I'll tell you my biggest fear in life. No. I'll tell you my three biggest fears in life. Spiders. Speaking into a microphone. <laughs> and becoming complacent. If I'm at a part of my life where I'm doing the same thing all day, every day, to the, to the point where the same Starbucks location knows what I'm getting every day and I understand some people enjoy that they like that and that's fine people like routine I personally I'm terrified of it and that's that's a dark day for me I don't ever I don't even want them to know my name like you know what I mean I know exactly where you're coming from and that is I think where my personality kind of becomes twisted because I do also envy that as well I don't want yeah. um I don't want the same routine to be in rotation on a day-to-day -day basis. But now with that being said, something as little as a coffee, think about it. You could be traveling the world and always return to Vancouver, Halifax, wherever the hell you're going and always go to the same coffee place. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's true. That's You true. know what I mean? But I do agree with the, the, the regular routine. I do. I do fear that as well. The coffee thing for you and I comes down to why we drink coffee and what we get out of coffee. Well, for you, to you, coffee's a coffee. I don't think it. No, it's it's not. Co don't give coffee. Uh, coffee is. Then explain to me why you go to Starbucks every day. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, you and me. Okay, you and me got that mixed up. Um. Okay. How do I explain this to make you understand? <laughs> Fuck you, man. No, it is. You don't. Okay. Because <laughs> coffee to me, coffee. Okay. Listen. Okay. Actually, no. Explain to me what coffee is to you, 
and then I'll be maybe be able to interpret okay. my okay. story a little bit better. So I will give you this. You you're good at distinguishing a good coffee from a poor coffee. Okay, but okay. I'm not. Thank done. you. I'm not Thank done. You. I'm you. not done. Okay. That being said, you've mentioned to me on many occasions the reason you drink coffee is for the the zip the whoo, the wake up. You've mentioned to me many times that that's why you drink coffee in the first place, and I'm not like that. I to me it's the experience. And well, it's both for me. It well, so yeah, but the, I'm more like like you said, you're stuck in the middle. You enjoy that, but you also like you said would enjoy the zip. No, enjoy <laughs> them knowing your order. Yeah. So you're stuck in the middle. I get it. I understand it. It's a tough decision. Mm. And I'm just I'm completely on one side where I, I there's so many coffee places here. I gotta try them all. There's so many. But don't get me wrong, I do enjoy coffee for what it brings out of me. Yeah, it does bring a zip out of me, but at the same time, it also brings out conversation. It also brings yes. out so many elements of Justin that you just can't get without a coffee. So I think that really is where the beauty lies with me and coffee. Is it? It's able. Then to explain out. the Starbucks every morning. There's a better because, coffee place right by your work that's less expensive. Um, I because I think I explained this to you already. I like the walk because the the Starbucks is kind of further away from where I work. So I like getting. I'm sorry, my, what Starbucks do you go to? It's the one so on Granville at the top of Granville and. Oh, uh, well, I thought you Broadway. went to West Broadway, hopped on the bus. No, 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 no. You know, I, it, it makes complete sense now. I enjoy the cold, brisk walk at with the hot seven thirty, whatever time I walk to to work in the morning with the coffee. It okay. kind of it just helps me reflect on my day. I like not drinking a coffee inside in a in a room, sitting down in a chair. I have a question for you. Go ahead. In the summertime, when the walks aren't brisk. Are you going to switch it up? In or the gonna, summertime. Or are you going to play it by ear see what happens? Is it played by ear or played by year? No, it's ear. Ear? Ear. Keep your ear to the ground. It's like that. It's like the same. Um, Can you repeat the question? So you're, you're, when you, you say said the, you like the hot coffee on the brisk morning walk. Yes. Who doesn't? In the summertime when the mornings aren't brisk. Okay, okay. Are you going to switch it up? Or are you going to just see how you feel? Mm-hmm. Evaluate because well, maybe in the summer. I'm sorry, maybe on the summer. In the summer, you'll like getting off the bus at Granville, and then sitting down and having your coffee on the water before work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then again, that would require you to leave earlier, and you're not that kind of guy. Well, I know a lot of you people out there are probably thinking, Justin, it's simple, just get a nice coffee. But see, that's no, I'm not a nice. Exactly that 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 changes a lot. Um, the hot beverage is a big. Thing. The hot beverage in the morning is a it's it's a it's a stimulant almost to the brain to wake you up, and now whether that uh, that weather determines it, I think it does in my situation. You think I, so? I, it doesn't. Really? It has to be cold. It has to be cold outside for the warm drink to have more an effect on my body. But I don't know. Maybe I'll just won't wear a sweater in the morning. I'll just wear t-shirts, shorts. I don't. I, I don't know. Increase I, I, the briskness. When we do this podcast mid uh, July, August, I'll get back to you with. I'll an put answer. a little mark. Um, yeah, we didn't even write that down. But that was a great little segue. Segue is my new favorite word, by the way. That wasn't a segue. It kind of yeah. So you thought it was still the same topic? No, a segue is when you connect two things. But it's not we, when you but, move on to something. But else. didn't we just segue? Um, the mood of coffee. I guess I guess I think I think if we had planned on talking about coffee and we turned the original knowing the order into that that would be the segue. The segue like for a comedian if you have two separate jokes and you think of a joke that connects the two that's the segue. So if you have a joke about hamburgers and you, and it segues into hot dogs like a hot dog joke that would be the correct 
Set I mean, and juice maybe up, maybe hamburger, and then you want to go on to hot dog buns, but then you mention the hot dog in the middle. That's the segue. Something that connects the two topics. Oh, so almost there's three. It's a topics. bridge. Okay, it's a bridge. Okay, okay, okay. Segue. Okay, okay. There we go. Now we're talking. Oh, okay. I see. When I picture a segue, I just picture picture like a wavy line in between two pictures of something. That's the segue. Almost like a sperm. <laughs> Just going from one point to the other. Segway a, a sperm. sperm. It's, all, it's all the same. I wouldn't worry about a it. A sperm is a segue between. <laughs> How do I got to? I have to do this. I have to. A, a sperm talk, is talk a. Talk your way out of this, buddy. <laughs> between the dick and the pe- between the dick and the vagina. A sperm is the segue between those two. Let's move on. I'll work on that <laughs> and I'll get back yeah, to you. Yeah, we got you, something there. You sleep on that one. The dick in the vagina. The sperm is the segue. <laughs> it's the icebreaker. <laughs> All right. What do we got? Uh, people who empty parking meters, how many of them do you think steal quarters? Well, so I, I have a feeling that there's a lot of rules and regulations. Do you think there? Do you think the parking meter has something in it knowing how much? Well, that was the first thing that I just thought of. You know, like at the end when they get to their home base at the end of the shift and they go, okay, Dylan, you should have at least 3,000, Do you think that's the case? Or do they empty it, go back, and be, and then they're like, how much did you get today? See, that's real. That's that's the question. That's what it comes down to. It's either there's a huge trust within the employee or, mm. or it's systematically, like electronically Wi-Fi to home base how much money this meter has made. Interesting. If there's anyone out there that works for the city of Vancouver or even Halifax or, or any even city around the world, for that matter, and has an answer to this question, I'd love to know how those parking meters work. Did the parking meter app ever take off? I think it's big out here. What the fuck is a parking meter app? You, instead of putting money in the meter, you pull up, you just hit pay, it comes out of your credit card, and you go. Oh, that's interesting. And it's based as how long you're parked there instead of prepaying for minutes i feel like that would have to be a big thing like within cities like you can't just have a parking meter well, maybe, yeah 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 it's in the city yeah so it's almost like an uber but not no it's opposite no it's nothing that's yeah. cool i didn't know that was a thing the payment system's the same as uber if you see a parking meter guy at a coffee shop look at him you got to ask him a couple questions where are you like and he pulls out all quarters especially Dimes and nickels. Mm. If I was an investigator for for one of these fraud cases, I'd hang out at a lot of coffee shops. And do you, did you any. think they go to banks and exchange it? That's another or thing. A corner that's a, store. That's another great question. See, these are questions that you don't get asked on any other podcast around the world. I bet you that question has never been asked on any podcast ever. I think we got something. We got something here. We might have nothing. We might. Yeah, probably nothing. Chris Neal. He's a factor. He, what an impact player. What do we got? What do we got in the docket? Uh, I wrote down three separate topics here. Okay. And I realized they're all sort of the same thing. Well, let's let's name the first one. Well, and you then. you mentioned all three, and I wrote them down as you were spitballing. Food critics, wine tasting, and our scarves pretentious. I think it all comes down to pretentiousness. Pretentiousness. Now what? what? <laughs> well, how do you become a food critic? Do you just start a a, vlog, a blog? If you like food, then you're not a critic. Critic, you know what I mean? Say say that again. Like, 
like if you like food, you're not a critic, right? Critic. A critic. Critic. Critique. Critic. Are we talking about the sp- food? Food. Okay. Uh, if you like food, you're not a critic. Yeah. Then it's just people who don't like food commenting on food. What's the sense in that? Yeah, but there's also critics that. But the word critic, you know what that means? Like. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, there must be no. I, it must not mean that. It, it, Maybe it I've just mean, associated critic with yeah. with poor reviews, due to, like the classic food critic. Yeah, I think in the food game, well, I th- there it must be because there's no other word for a food critic. It's, it's a, you're a food critic. A foodman. Um, but now a food critic is allowed to write a positive review on a restaurant. Yeah. So I guess in the word critic, there is some positivity there. Yeah, it's critic. A synonym, synonym, of analyze. I don't know. I'm confused. Have you eaten at any good restaurants in Vancouver that maybe you'd like to write a review about or a blog? No, Justin. We don't have what it takes. We don't know enough about food. I know if it tastes good. I know if it tastes bad. But here's another. You're the thing. same guy who told me last episode that you like craft singles on your. Yeah, that's always on your grilled cheese. Yeah, but that's what I like. People don't have you don't have to listen to my blog. If you don't, I mean, you don't have to read my blog. If you don't want to, if you don't like craft singles with cheese, don't fucking read it. I like my blog, and that's that. Um, You don't have a. Well, I might. You would like it if you make a blog. This fuck isn't this a blog? Is a podcast considered a blog? No, not at all. What's a blog? You just got to write something down, put it on, put it out there. I guess so. Like a weekly blog. So you just write a couple paragraphs, post it somewhere, and call it a blog. I can do that. Um, but now, a food critic, I think, has a lot to do with more... Not even, Yeah, don't get me wrong. It is the food, but it's everything surrounding the food. It's the restaurant. It's the service. It's the, the, the parking convenience. Well, wouldn't that be more of a... Oh, see what I mean? See, that, this, that, see, that I th- here's the thing. I think you and I, you're talking like a Yelp review sort of thing. Which is one of the best uh, sign, or South Park episodes. I haven't seen that yet. We should watch it after this. Um, fuck was I gonna say? You and me have this the, a different opinion on food critic. Is that what you were gonna say? Yeah, I think the traditional, the old school critic who who they would like write in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. That they, they would there would be a part of the newspaper. Are you talking before before the, internet? the probably before the like internet. late nineties? Okay, when was when was the internet invented? Well, the, late like in the eighties, technically. Okay. But it was mainstream in the 90s, mid-90s, 2000. Yeah. Okay, keep going. But there was, yeah, and it was a lot different. It was more food-based. Mm-hmm. And, well, like, a professional food critic is someone, like, you see, you watch, like, MasterChef, the way they pick apart these meals. Yeah, I don't like that. that. That's what a food critic I is. I don't like those people, though, man. It's not. I, I get it. It's for the entertainment. You got to sell, 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 sell. I understand that. But what's that doing for the culture? What's that doing? That is the culture. It's, it, there, that, it's, what do you mean? The culture was a, a law around way before you first saw it on MasterChef. Just because we don't under, we don't understand it or we don't like it. Well, I think that is actually I I will agree with you there. That is one thing I will agree with you. I'm not used to that culture. These chefs go into this competition competition. Excuse me. Picture picture like how we analyze sports. People, some people are like, "What the fuck are these guys doing? Why yeah. are they so mean?" They know they know going into the sport that they might fuck up. 
that something bad might happen. I no, that's what that's what I think about with chefs. It's like these people go into these TV food competitions and know that Gordon Ramsay might spit on their meal. That's a risk they're willing to yeah. take. If you're saying that's part of the culture, hey, that's part of the the culture. I'm not a huge that's, fan of yeah, that. Yeah, that's the way I see it. But the way I see it is like this guy's making food and he's putting it in front of you, and you have to say, you know what, the fish is too undercooked. It's like yeah, it's I, food. I agree with you, but I look at I look at some of the things that I'm deeply interested in. Like what? Take music, the way I listen to music, for example, the way I, I analyze every lyric of a rap song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. It's like, just listen to the music. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just what you know. Well, it's something I'm interested in. And some people are interested in deeply analyzing food. I like to analyze music. That's fair. That's fair. It's just, might, it's just difficult for me to watch. The, the, yeah. And you know how this all comes, this whatever the hell topics we have comes about, uh, back to pretentious? That being said. It's extremely pretentious to me when those people get... I don't beautiful like, food put in front of them and they say fuck you it's I don't terrible. like the attitude behind it I will give you that there seems to be an attitude the attitude behind the chefs that if you if they taste a food and they don't like it now they're in this hot seat and they're they're they, they I'm they, confused they try to make the chef feel bad about it yeah it's and they had this attitude yeah yeah they're never trying to help each other it's it's like uh yeah the foot the fish was a little undercooked but if you put the the mm-hmm. oven to a, a couple more degrees hotter i think it would have made the the skin of the fish really really good it's no this was terrible get it out of my face the everything that on the side they always got the little glasses on with the, the blue lens the vest Ugh. the scarf oh right the we scarf. Just don't even get me sco- started with the scarf and it's just that's just the way I feel about food culture. Don't get me wrong. I love food. I love great food. Um, I just think that there's just, I don't know. I just think that there's a, a huge world out there, and I hate to get into this fucking, this side of it, but there's just a lot of people that don't have food, and for someone to to judge a meal that's put that, in front of I them, actually I, just, agree with I you do there. think that is wrong. I, I've, I've the watched these shows before, and it's like, what? It's ridiculous. Just the you have to see. You have to. Like, I've never been to the. I've never been to a poverty. You know, a po- a a country that's in poverty. But I've seen enough television. I have a couple friends that have gone over there and just to see what they over don't there? have. It's sickening over there. <laughs> and then to watch these shows, yeah, it's terrible. Hey, buddy! And Sarah walks through the door. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. We're just We're talking about food it, yeah. critics. Food critics. So you, but you wanted to put wine tasting in that category, or did you actually want to separate those? No, I don't mind. Do you want them together? Or se- no, yeah, we can put them together. No, I'm asking you. Do you feel the same way about wine tasting? Oh, sorry. Um, no, I I, li- I like wine tasting. I like that culture. I don't mind. Uh... Actually, I might take that back. You've done it though. I've I've gone to a wine tasting with you more than once. Yeah, but have you ever said, "Oh, I don't like that wine"? I've never said that. No, I'm, I'm too. Uh, wine is wine to me. I'm not at the point in my life where I can say, I don't even think. Even if I was at any point in my life, I would ever say, "Get this." I don't, I don't want this wine. Please take it back. <laughs> you know when you go to a restaurant and they're like, they give you a little a little sample and you taste it, and you're what are you supposed to say? No, I don't like it. You just open it for me, bring it back. No, you say, "Oh, this is great. Thank you very much." Yeah, I get it. You know I, what get, I, mean? I get what you're saying. But I think I think wine and food, to be quite honest, comes in the same category when it comes to the wine critics. But um, there are people across the world who can't get drunk and to critique them. Yeah. Critique wine like that. It's not fair for those people. 
So, so I don't I don't know if I put wine and food in the same critic category. The wine is a lot more broader. But, There's a lot more wines. But then again, yeah, I guess. But that's where wine comes from. It's like an, it's like it's so yeah. old. Yeah, it's old school. Just be, just because we may feel uncomfortable around mm. that. I'd love to get to the financial point in life where I'm able to buy a 1977 bottle of wine. You know, I think that would be really cool. The year 1977, like in a really expensive wine and try to taste the difference from that bottle of wine to a, a bottle in 2015. I think that'd be cool. That'd be fun to try out. I'm yeah. not against that at all. Yeah. I'm also, I don't know. I, I don't think I'll ever get into anything to that extent, but I do like learning about things. Like I like, yeah. I like learning, like even the few tastings we went to, I like learning a little bit, at least having a general idea. So when you're in the situations, you can kind of somewhat know what you're talking about. Um, I like to learn about whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> it would be hard, but yeah. <laughs> oh, did I tell you I saw a wicked cigar shop the other day? Where at? Gastown. No. By my work. Ooh, sounds expensive. Gastown. Cigar shop. Cubans. Did you go in? No. You should have went in. I was on lunch break. I didn't have any money. I'm off tomorrow. Maybe I'll, I do. I, I love Gastown. I just want to head down there every time I have a, a spare minute. Don't go without me. What time are you off tomorrow? I don't work tomorrow. All right. And Thursday. Do you work Thursday? I work every day except for Saturday and Sunday. So I work five days. Well, if I'm down there and it's past whatever, what time do you get off? 530? Five? This is not podcasting anymore. We're just asking each other our schedules. Sorry. Well, do you have anything else to say to the to the people? We we'd love it if you guys would subscribe. Uh, I think we we're we're starting to pick up steam. Have you noticed? Or never, I'll I'll mention that after. We're starting to pick up steam, and we could use a little help. Tell a friend. Tell a friend's friends. Tell your friend's sister's dog that the cat next door has been listening to the High Button Podcast, and he should check it out. And a five star rating would be great. Thank, Thank you very you. much. See you later.